0: Welcome to 40k radio. Hello, and welcome to episode 105 of 40k radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex with me as always is Jeff. Hi, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. I love your enthusiasm today. And Amy.
1: <laughs> that's enthusiasm? I, I thought it was sultry. I I that's what either. he was going for. I,
2: I think Matt's just used that when he goes out to bars, that's enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and Amy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. And today, we're going to talk about the Nova Open Preview, as well as the latest updates from Gaines Workshop. But as always, we like to start with our hobby selfie. Been doing lately, and Jeff just got back from a trip, which included a trip to Games Workshop. Yes, I did, Amy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh no, no, I absolutely. Like, I I had a multi-tiered European trip to uh, on uh, in the last few weeks, including uh, a stop. I, I did. I every every city I went to, I tried to go as many Games Workshop stores as i could which was easy in general uh paris i only went to one though there's a few because i was only there a day and the other city Ca is it's a a one warhammer shop town so you know it's tiny (laughs) (laughs) nottingham only has warhammer world and um a warhammer store which in a way, it was kind of funny because I felt like how how do you feel being the Warhammer store in Nottingham?
1: Like right? anybody can it. Oh take no, a... I get it because like as a shopper, I'd be like, I am not going there. I'm just not. I'm gonna go to the other store. I'm going to no, go to the one like,
0: that has everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless I need something weird, which they would most likely paint. have
0: a Warhammer World anyway, right?
1: Yeah. So, so like, first uh, of all, I'm,
2: Warhammer I'm, World doesn't have everything because a lot of stuff I wanted they didn't have oh no all right huh? Huh? well if I wanted a hierophant <laughs> and they were out so
0: oh okay um, yes yeah, so they're
2: just out of it they didn't have any stuff
0: that's uh when I went there you know I, I was not s- luckily they're out of the grot tanks when I was there <sighs> saving no, I us need, from
2: I need, ourselves no I need the hierophant I have a project I'm doing a lot of tyranny <laughs> yeah, stuff enough, okay <laughs> This was budgeted. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so, so I didn't stop into – I didn't walk into everyone in the stores. Like the one in Paris, like I went there after dinner late at night. It was closed, so it's just a creepy dude taking a selfie. Um, Perfect. The one in Caen I went in for like two seconds, but um, didn't really want to have a conversation about Warhammer with a bunch of French dudes, mostly because – like I play with French people sometimes here and it is a completely different language. They like "melt" is not a word they use. Like there's <laughs> the vocabulary, the glossary of terms is different. It's very difficult. Um but in Nottingham I did I did drop by to store twice. Uh once just to check it out and I had a very long chat with MJ who uh, who's just I I feel like I was stopping them from actually closing up but it was <laughs> They were they were super cool they were super chill and I went in a second time and MJ was all was still there because there's I feel like there's only two games workshop employees in Nottingham and I'll explain I'll explain why in a minute but uh, I went there to buy a kill rig because I wanted to get a kill rig um, and also it's cost less to buy uh, directly in England yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I went twice to Warhammer World. I went once the first evening I was in Nottingham, just because I want to walk and and check things out. And then, oh
1: no, you just wound up there. It just happened.
2: No, oh, no, no, that was planned. <laughs> I was I was gonna go check out the donut shop, which is a completely separate catastrophe.
0: And <laughs> I saw you. I saw you. Your first and last food challenge. I, I don't know if it's gonna be my last, but it's my last for a little while. Oh, I am not food challenge
2: material.
1: I thought I was.
2: Mm, nay, nay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big year, and there was no way I was gonna conquer that. Anyways, no, I the, the the catastrophe is that I went to the donut thing, but it was the donut factory, not the shop. Oh. <laughs> no, is everything was messed up. Like I had a good time, but everything was just wrong, and I'm stupid. Um. So I went the first night and I chatted. I didn't go into really the – like I went to the store a bit upstairs, but I didn't do much. Like I just hung out for there for maybe half an hour just to check it out. Sure. And I – here's a great thing. You get to reserve a table. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. I, just the idea that you could go there, you reserve a table, and then they send you an email. I said, I have a reservation for Sector Mechanicus 3 <laughs> at 7 tomorrow. Uh, except, except that's not true because when you reserve a table, you just have it for today.
0: Yeah, the whole day,
2: right? Yeah, it's 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 maniacal. So, uh, and and the the dude that was there was Ryan, which was super chill, super cool, and very fun to talk to, and very informative. Took my reservation, and then the the, the a few days later, when I went there to actually play my game and visit the exhibit and everything, uh, it was. It, not at the door, but everything else it was still Ryan everywhere. Everywhere I went, every time I needed to get something done or buy something, Ryan. Uh, a piece fell off a model, I needed to buy glue. Ryan, Ryan was there to say, no, 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 we'll we'll lend you some glue. We have glue specifically for Vats. That. Like that's brilliant.
1: That's and, good. That's A plus.
2: Yeah, and there was some sticky stuff on the table that needed cleaning, so I just went to ask for just a, a wet cloth so I could clean it myself. And Ryan was there to clean it for me. Oh <laughs> like, Ryan. Ryan was the best. MG everybody that I interacted with, even though apparently it was just these two people running Games Workshop Nottingham, um, <laughs> were fantastic. It was great. So, anyways, so I, I did get to play my game. I did get to visit the exhibition. I wanted to film at the exhibition, but they made it very clear that I would not be able to, yeah. uh, even though I asked, like, for special permission and everything and said, nah, now nah, we don't. Like, you can take pictures, just don't film. It's like, fine. What if I take... 24 pictures every second and said, no. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, how about like a lot of pictures in a short amount of times so, no um, so I did take like a ton of pictures like' something like 200 pictures and I'm gonna try to do a video like my plan was to do a video to reproduce the the how it feels to go to games to, to Warhammer world for those of us that can't necessarily go um, but it's very difficult to do that just because of first of all how much there is to see and how much they limit how you can record there. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll, I'll I'll do my best with that. Uh, you can look forward to that video in the next like few weeks. I did play a game. I played a 1,000 point game of Tyranids New Codex. So it was great because uh, our NDA thing lifted on the Saturday. For the models and the codex, nice. and I had my game on the Sunday, nice. so I got to play. Uh, I got to play with my Norn, uh, my Norn emissary, and my NeuroLictor, because those are the only models I had finished painting there. And it was <laughs> no one cared. <laughs> I've, I've done. I've done this stunt. At the local store here, and I usually have, like, four or five people that walk by and say, oh, the new models, ooh, well, painted already, ooh, that's so cool. And I get to, like, plug plug the, 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 the channel and all that. Um, at Warhammer World, no one gave a damn. Even the two guys that actually walked by recognized the models and acted as if these models had been out for ages. Oh, really? <laughs> like... <laughs> They saw them they complimented, talked a bit about um, about about building because my my opponent was playing uh, some slaneshi demons and how spiky slaneshi demons are and fiddly they are, and that was it. Like that was the conversation. <laughs> I'm I'm chalking it up to it. Uh, to British um, stoicism, <laughs> but it was just freaking hilarious to me because I I was listen, like. Part of it's ego things like ah, I hope people notice my model. It's like no one gave a damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in hindsight, that's almost cooler. It's just funny to me. I lost my game because I can't seem to crack Slanish demons or mm-hmm. demons uh-huh. in general. They're just they're so aggressive in getting objectives quickly, and then climbing back that slope is difficult for me. One day I'll figure it out. Um, otherwise, I did play a bit with the new Codex. And uh, like I said, the Norn Emissary and the Neuralictor, I feel like I could leverage both of these models a lot better in, now that I know what they're doing a little bit more. yeah. Uh, especially the Neuralictor being able to like just pick a unit and make, force it to do a battle shock test every freaking round. That is, yeah. that is gold. That is is that that is what the Tyranids are good at.
0: I, uh, I, I put together my other... Two neurolichters the other the other day. I'm looking forward to to putting all three down and just go ahead make three Battleshock shock tests and then you get debuffed if you if you fail.
2: Yeah, uh, but the, I, I don't think you can
0: use it on the same unit more than once.
2: No, no, no. Time. But
0: any, but you have to do three different units. But any unit, the 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 effect is is separate. It's not that unit. It's any unit that has failed Battleshock shock within twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which which but, is great because with the Shadow in the warp, if you can yeah, get exactly. some failures there too. And a narrow time for minus one. It's it's a whole lot of combo. Yeah, you know? it's it, it actually makes the list work a little bit more,
2: yeah. which is fun. Um, so yeah, no, I had a really good time. Um, no complaints, I would say, apart from not being able to film, which is kind of a, a, a bit sad. The funny thing is, as big as the gaming room was, it felt it felt a little crowded. The tables were amazing. Um, but it felt a little more crowded than what I'm used to at my gaming store and also Bugman's, I remember Bugman's pub's food being better mm. and it might be because I had spent like last week just going to really good pubs and good restaurants all the time and Bugman's is I mean it's still a gaming places restaurants so maybe right. that's that was it um they did have an amazing cider, so I mean, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the desserts really were really good. Desserts were really good. But otherwise, like I, I had a fine like honestly, if you have the opportunity to go and you're a Warhammer player, like you there's no reason not to. Uh the the shop, although I complained that they didn't have the things I wanted, well, part of it was because I wanted some tyranid things and they got ransacked. Yeah. Yeah. So of course. That makes sense, and the only other thing I wanted was a shock jump dragsta, which I could have gotten at the shop downtown, but i didn 't think about it when I was there. I wanted a kill rig instead so But the shop experience is amazing because, yeah. like I said, maybe they don 't have everything all the time, but usually if they don 't have it, they can have it like the next day It's just that the shop only has so much room. And the shop does have things that you would not find anywhere else. There's there's some shop exclusives. Some of them are downstairs. Some of them are in the shop themselves. And they just have Forge World on the
0: shelves. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. it's just it's all right there, right? You can just go like the entire Titanicus line or you know the Horus Heresy line. It's all just it's there. You can just go grab it.
2: Yeah, it's it, it's rather insane and everything's classified by games and there's curios everywhere mm-hmm. with unpainted versions of those forge world models like i got a good look at the eurofant i couldn't buy because it's <laughs> right there right the only there. the only model that i didn't see uh, in one of those curios was a manta but it's a little harder to just yeah. you know have on a shelf <laughs> Some real estate it's some it's some real estate and they, they have a bunch of models from uh, from employees and curios yeah. from, uh, from from the stuff too. too. Yeah, some like a- Amy. Amy would have been jealous because I I got I got to study at close range some uh, some Louis Sugden models and s- some known ones like the spharynx. Mm-hmm.
1: like the spharynx, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: I I got to uh, I got to put yeah. my peepers on that and check it out. And...
1: That's the model where I learned her name. That was <laughs> that's the model that made me go oh okay
2: yeah so all in all like great experience the exhibit is mental yes it is insane i did not find the assassin
0: i couldn't i looked for probably an hour and i couldn't find it i gave up almost instantly like the moment like <laughs> i
2: the moment i saw some of these things like i'm I don't have time. (laughs) I I have a game to play and it's already getting a little late and I don't know how, like it's a thousand point game, but you know, I'm playing with rules. I don't necessarily know that well yet. I'll find the assassin sometime, some other day. So of all
0: of of all the displays you saw, which one was your favorite? Which one was my favorite?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with the Terranid one. The, the newer <laughs> Leviathan one? The
0: uh yeah. Yeah, that was that was incredible. Um
2: it's great because it's it's a beautiful it's it's a beautiful um display. It's got so much going on. It's got a lot of tiny little vignettes. Yeah. Um I didn't find the assassin, but in that display, did you find the guardsman? I did, cowering in the corner. Yes. That's so good. <laughs> Like, one, like, everything is Space Marines versus Tyranids, except for that one guardsman in that building.
1: That was, I'm in the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> it's yeah,
2: like, sure. oh, no, I came for the wrong place. Um, no, I, I love... It's, it's got all the classics. It's got a Haridan that's just surrounded by a swarm yeah. gargles. I've always wanted to see that. There's there's a hierophant. There's a dead hierophant. There's models getting crushed into the ground. It's, it's fun, because it's got a lot going on. But... Not so much that it becomes confusing, like the big one. You know what I'm talking
0: about. Yes, yeah, the the massive one. All, although you know, it's like it's the two story one. In, yeah, very impressive. Lot of lot of vignettes in that one, but it's it doesn't necessarily present a clear picture of what's going on because there's so much stuff going on everywhere. Yeah, in in
2: in a way that's very much more representative yes. of war, yeah, yeah. I guess. But also, it's just it's it's too overwhelming. It feels like there's like four different dioramas in in there, and you have to navigate all of them
0: separately. Did you did you see the? I'm sure you did the the little the mini Votan diorama. Yes, I did. So the I like that one because it's the only one that isn't. Two forces fighting. It's just the Votan like working on a ship.
2: Nice. And, and it's nice because it's new, also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another one that was uh, so an honorable mention is the uh, the Drukari one in the forest. Very cool. Oh, that was
0: really cool. Yeah, well, I guess it's... the Catachans.
2: Yeah. And there's the one just called Orc City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's just orcs, and that's. Did they have a special place in my heart? And of course, like they, they only have one there. Like there's so many, so many Titans. There's one that is that hurt my heart a little bit because it's a basically a a, a Titan garage, if you will, like a Titan workshop. Which is kind of what we had for our – we had a Titan Shrine for, uh, for Adepticon. Uh-huh. But this one being that they don't have to stuff like 4,000 points of models for armies, it's a lot tighter, a lot more detailed. So that was cool. But there was, they have like every, every three display or diorama, they'll have a Warbringer or a Warlord Titan. But they only had one diorama with a, uh, with a Manta and that was also yeah. cool to see.
0: The, yeah, I, I thought well, the museum, it was, it was great. Um, it is, I guess the only thing that I was kind of sad with, and this is because I've like, you know, games for, for such a long time is you get that little small little intro area that has mm-hmm. like, here's stuff that we used to make. And then like the little portion that they kind of a big Warhammer fantasy diorama. But other than that, there's like nothing in there. It's like, oh, here's some old stuff. Which, I, um, which makes sense, right? Because you know you want to have this is the stuff you can buy, and and but, um... well, I, I want to push back on that because
2: they do have little islands here and there of things because like for example, like at the beginning you've got a little bit of like the history and origins of Games Workshop, but later on there's also like a, a pillar, uh, you know, a pillar cabinet, if you will, that says this is the board games we used to make and there's like original like original necromunda there's men of war there's like a bunch of older things like pretty much all their classics are somewhere in the exhibition
0: but there's no they're not all at the beginning or all sequestered together i did i did see that one um that's a rotating display that changes like every six months oh yeah, it, when they um, – but anyway, and I, I think actually now that I was thinking about it, there was a sign that said, here's some space marine models from the past, but there was nothing there. So they probably – I mean, when I was there, they were putting the 40K session back together because they just installed that Leviathan diorama. Mm. So it might not have been in there. But
2: anyway,
0: it's still very impressive.
2: Yeah, I remember seeing – like I know there's one display that's just like all the space marine – Models like one example of each to show like the evolution. There was that. Oh
0: yeah, see that wasn't there, so they must have reinstalled that after I had left. But
2: yeah, I, I I really did not feel like there was anything missing as far as um as as far as the history of the game. But like you said, maybe we're just reinstalling stuff, or maybe I'm just not that pers- <laughs> that perspective about it. uh One thing I would say, like, go with your nerd friends yeah i bring a nerd friend that you can nerd out with at those things and because there's there's a lot of ooing and awing at geeky stuff that's a lot of fun
0: it, i almost after going through it bought the smog model because they have one on display all painted and you realize how absolutely huge that model is. it is massive it also costs about uh two-thirds as much to buy it there than buy it here oh yeah well that's everything yeah but I mean, when you're talking about you know something that's 600 bucks here and 400 dollars there, that's a big yeah big difference. But anyway,
2: so yeah, no, um, had had a good time. Um, I also went to the uh, the only um the only Games Workshop store that I could find in Dublin. Um, it was Ooh, a Games Workshop store. One. It's I mean it's 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 a, <laughs> that's a yeah. problem yeah. though. They're all very much the same. It's like going to McDonald's.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, actually, I and, went. Uh, I went a long. That was probably what ten years ago now, so it might be different. Oh, now.
2: yeah, because ten years ago it was not a Warhammer store. It was a Games Workshop. Right, it was store. Games
0: Workshop. It had a bunch of uh, quite a few tables in there. Um, I mean, it is is
2: fine. It's yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is larger than the one we have in a mall here, but it's still like it. it it's not like you walk into this. It's not like visiting a local, friendly local gaming store in different cities where you'll have a very different experience from one store to another. Like Games Workshop, right. in a way, is very much, and that's that's not a dig at them, but an observation. They are the McDonald's of yeah. miniature wargaming. I mean, they're consistent. The experience, yeah, very yeah. consistent. The experience is going to be the same across the world uh, in their shops and their products and their games. So, that's and, good. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's a reason why you're dominating the space right now, so...
0: I mean, and, I mean, that's, in some ways, a good thing, right? Because I've gone into plenty of friendly little gaming stores where I just get stared at until I leave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, um, yeah, no. The no, not so friendly little gaming stores. Um,
2: no, de- definitely. Like, not all game stores are... Not g- all game store owners are very good at interacting with their own clientele. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, uh, so- so, shout, shout out to my local gaming store where I yeah. pre ordered a Tyranid Codex. I went to get it and the corners were all bent and they were out, so the owner just gave me his. Aww. Aww. Just, so that that was neat. Like that's that's good customer service. Abyss in Montreal. Um, they also have pumpkin spice stuff for the season, so I'm doomed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so now that you've played the game of the Tyranid Codex, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the Tyranid Codex?
2: Oh boy, I'm angry. <laughs> I'm not very happy about it. Oh boy, not because of, like the game I played. Like, here's the thing: like, it it's it is fun, and I'll I'll start with some of the positive. One thing they did well is the detachments. Like, and we talked about this briefly, but detachments are absolutely freaking genius. They're so well built. They are they are fun. They're characterful, and you don't feel like a detachment is an is a choice. On how you're going to be collecting your or painting your entire army Mm -hmm. the detachments have moved from being something that is the thematic for your collection and more what am i what do i want to bring to the table and how do i want to have fun with it like am i because i have a vast tyrannid collection so i can do any of these detachments fairly comfortably and have fun with it so it feels more like a catalog of well, today I'm going to be playing a lot of my uh, of my monsters, so I'm going to be doing the monster list because mm-hmm. that's what's going to work better. And also the fact that they kept the original invasion fleet in there, pretty much untouched, means that if you've got used to and you have you're having fun playing the 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 the, the army as per the index, you can keep going. Like you're not stuck changing to something else. So that is all super good, and I love how they did that. Um, my complaints is basically it feels like we got cheated out of parts of the codex, and I'll explain very simply. Like all of this revolves around the winged high, the winged Tyranid prime. Mm-hmm. So we've got this winged tyrannid prime, and it's a character, and it's a leader, and it can lead gargoyles. And gargoyles aren't great in close combat. But you know what is great in close combat, and in fact can only do close combat, doesn't even have ranged psychic attacks, is the Winged Tyranid Prime. Right. So either it's alone and an easy victim because it's not a lone operative, or it's in a pack of models that it can't really synergize well with. And that sucks. But that's what we had with the index. And the assumption was, I right, fine. Maybe with the Codex, we get a wing turned at Prime with guns. Or maybe we're going to get some shrikes that we can put the wing turned Prime in. But no, we got none of these things. <laughs> so we're kind of stuck with that weird synergy. And it feels like, that's a lot. Like, cause it it can also like it can also lead a unit of Tarnid warriors, in which case the wing Tarnid Prime no longer benefits from having movement twelve and fly. So one way or another, this really cool new model is nerf-ish a little bit. So that's that feels a little weird. Um, it it feels like somehow where we should be getting those something to compensate for that at some point we're just not there yet otherwise i mean it plays well it is fun and that's that's about it like that i am getting what i want from it now one thing i need to I, i i another positive though i can slip in is crusade rules so just yesterday, uh, we, me and my bro were supposed to be playing. We we're supposed to be shifting to combat patrol, and instead, we're going to be shifting to uh, to crusade. Nice. So I had not really checked out the crusade rules, and one of the things that's interesting about the crusade rules is that, first of all, in general from the book, they've simplified crusades, which is great because it goes with the whole you know, tenth edition simplifying things. But also, the rules for the Terranids for, uh, for combat, for, for, for Crusades, look super fun. One of the things when we mentioned, when my brother said, hey, let's do Crusade, well, I, I thought was, oh, I'll be able to select the detachments I'm using to thematically fit what I'm going to be doing with the Crusade. And yeah, absolutely, I'm going to be able to do that. But also, the Crusade itself is divided into... Stages and each of these stages have benefits and penalties. Well, mostly benefits, really, to encourage you into the detachments that is going to
0: fit that. And it's great, it's beautiful. I love it, it's super fun. Yeah, it, I noticed that too. Right? It's sort of like you, you want to play the like the Vanguard guys first and then move down the line, which is it'll be great if they continue that sort of thing with other. Codex, you know, in in their own theme. Um, But Mm -hmm. I I think based on the, you know, the previous uh, rules you've seen for Crusade from last edition, this feels more thematic. Like, you know, they've sort of advanced how they're writing those rules and hopefully they can keep it up.
2: Yeah, definitely. And it it feels more thematic, but also lighter. So it does feel a little more like, a a blanket like a a very gossamer blanket that you wrap over the original rules rather than a completely new appendage that you're stitching on and one of the things i thought interesting is the tyranids have a lot of the uh, whole uh you know assimilating biomass thing going on and through that they gather um, they, they have the opportunity to increase their requisition basically their requisition limit and to sort of compensate it uh, to, the, the, to buy, like, the, the requisition points to buy more supply limit is higher for Tyranids. So I thought that was kind of cute. I mean, we'll see how much it sucks when I want to increase my
0: army size, but... <laughs> so so was your only complaint the... <clears throat> I should say criticism <gasps> the the, the wing Tyranid Prime thing? Because I found the same thing, right? I played that, that game. I tried him with gargoyles. Just because I need another, you know, I had, like, 80 points with over, and I was like, oh, this doesn't really, doesn't really work.
2: I had other tiny things here and there, but they, they're not jumping out at me right now, so mm. I'm not. Like, one, one thing I didn't notice, like, I, I, I thought the Neuralictor should be Synapse, but it's not a big deal.
0: Um, yeah, I thought that was weird, too.
2: There's... To, to be honest, like, there were other little tidbits or things here and there that I have that I, I do remember thinking oh this kind of sucks but a i'm not remembering them right now so they probably weren't that big a deal and i think they probably fit into the well i should try them before i complain category but yeah. I, I have tried the winged hive tyrant on in different configurations and it sucks it's a sexy model the turn it's prime, a really sexy I mean. model uh, yeah turn prime sorry Yeah, I
0: I, um, hard to make it work properly. I I was surprised the Neurolictor wasn't synapse, but then I, you know, he's not a character. Like, if he was in that character, if he was a character, then I would, I guess, it would have made more sense or less sense if he did not have it. But anyway, um, yes, but the Maliceptor is not a character and he's synapse,
2: true, true, true. Anyways, (laughs) All in all, and I've been reading the fluff also in the Tyranid book, which is rare that I read the fluff in a Codex because usually it's all stuff I already know about. Um, but I've been really like Games Workshop did a good job in hyping Tyranids to me for this edition, so I've been really into it. And I'm finding the quality of the fluff is a lot higher than what I remember it being. Like the the, the first introductory story manages to actually have a character arc that is a little sad, a little melancholic about this this guy this planetary governor who last survivor realizing on one hand like he totally dropped the ball on how his planet was being invaded and how he reacted but also at the same time what was he going to do and i like the sort of the character arc of taking responsibility for his failures while at the same time acknowledging the futility of being attacked by a cosmic horror. And it's well
0: done. It's well represented. I'm happy. I always found the Tyranid fluff to be one of the more interesting because it's it's right all the fl- it's not from the tyrant's point of view. It's from whoever is being eat- eaten by the tyrants. Their point of view,
2: yeah, which is great. great. So yeah, no, um, listen um there is a there is a list you can do with a winged hive tyrants three norn emissaries and three norn um <laughs> three norn assimilators and uh that would be the stupidest list ever but you can do it yeah it'd look cool and that's <laughs> kind of great <laughs> awesome so well, how about you amy <laughs> <laughs> now, now i've taken the floor for 45 minutes
1: um so i i I'm gonna put big air quotes around the word finalized. Um, my votan list for Adepticon, in that I finalized the points and models that I need, but now that weapon upgrades don't cost points, um, it's hard. Like I'm like I'm no closer. I'm like oh no, I still need to figure this out.
2: <laughs> Angie has got a bunch of bunch of point drops too.
1: Yeah, a yeah.
2: lot, a yeah. lot of point drops.
1: So I yeah. It's drama. Um, but that's basically where I'm like trying to get going because we're, you know, in the under 200 days and there's a lot to do. <laughs> there's a lot to do. I've been working on ancillary secret things, which is always good. We're getting right back into secret project time, which is the worst because it's just like, well, everything <laughs> I'm working on is top secret for one reason or another. Um, but I assure you, things are happening. Um, no, but at my undersea. Uh, The undersea Votan are going to be pretty great. I think when they're done, we'll see. That's about it though. How about you, Matt?
0: Um, I have been assembling some Tyranids. Um, (laughs) what? (laughs) Yeah, go figure. (laughs) Um, I, but I haven't, haven't really gotten to play a game. I did. I went to dragon con. Um, so that sort of ate up a really a whole week. Um, I got to see some cool 40k cosplay though, which was fun. Mm. Some uh, the Dragon some... Con is it's wild. It, it's it is insane. Like it's a, I mean you know I know we all like we all have fun at Con, but this is literally just a 24 hour four four day party, um, where you can see lots of interesting things.
2: Um. Yeah. Did you uh, did you do any of the really weird things? No, I. I, I you, did, did you didn't go to the anything but clothes
0: ball. No, no, I I did not. Um. Nope, nope. I I we sort of just <laughs> took it. All right. <laughs> first, I first time going, so just tried to just get like a a ground base experience. Um, I guess I'd say. Um. But I mean, it's. E- I guess the way to put it is, it's the only place where you can see a bunch of people dressed up as Tina from Bob's Burgers, all doing the her little Tina dance together, mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: It, or or just stuff like that. It was fun. It was really, but I mean, it's it's great people watching too. Um,
2: oh yeah, you could sit in the uh, in 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 the at the Marriott
0: for just hours and just watch people. So uh, I ha- I didn't get to play didn't get to play any games, but i that you know I got my turn stuff. I've been putting some stuff together. Um and I hope to play a game with them very soon. I think I I am playing again this
2: Saturday. Nice. Pick
0: it. My uh I have some friends who want to do a crusade and I'll probably do Tyranids for that.
2: Um there. Yeah, it's listen, it looks really good. It looks so much fun.
0: All right, so we had the Nova Open preview um, where I think, as everybody expected, we get to see all those Space Dream models that, uh, that we didn't get to see because um, the Tyranids won. And, you know, it was I guess it, it was a good thing the Tyranids won because the, no- the weekend of the Nova Open was the day that the Tyranids went up on pre-order. It so.
1: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> was
0: almost like it, it was... Huh. I wonder how how well they
2: were prepared. Were they prepared to like pivot on that? If say Space Marines would have won, would we
0: have gotten Space Marines first? You that know, feels unlikely. W- right? What I what I will say is this: When I worked for Games Workshop, I worked for them during the Armageddon campaign in third sure. edition, and at a meeting, they're like, "Oh no, we already wrote the fluff for what's going to happen." We just change the results as need be.
1: Hmm. Boo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, which, especially for something like this, if they did that, I'm not saying they did, but makes sense because if that was the pre-order date, right, right. and Tyranids was always the code that's coming first no matter what, you know, even if, like, would would if they have shown, that oh, would be you can pre-order these today,
1: you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've done that. They've done weird things like that. Like, yeah. oh, it's available that's right true. now. Well, because it the preview was Wednesday, right? Wednesday?
0: Uh, f- yeah, it Wednesday. was Wednesday, right. So, there so was like a I mean, that's still
1: like time. a couple days. They could have just, you know. Yeah. They could have done it.
0: It's unknowable. Um, so... Lots of new space marine stuff. Uh, Hopefully, none of you listeners out there get caught up in the old man. Scouts are going to be a thing anymore. I better pay eighty dollars a box now, Um, (laughs) because you got far superior models. Yeah, with all the same weapon options you have now.
1: They're very cool. Um, I do feel like um, watching this preview. Right, so ninth edition was like the lieutenant edition. This is feeling very captain heavy.
0: Yeah, they're just switching over to captains.
1: They're year. like, we're doing, we're, yeah. we're off lieutenants. We're doing captains now. Everybody's every, about captains.
2: Everybody got a promotion.
1: Captains and right. big banners. That's what's in season. It feels like fashion week, right? Like, that's my thing about Space Marines is every time there's new Space Marines, it's like, all right, it's fashion week. Let's see big shoulders. Show, show me, show me, show me large weapons. Great. Fabulous. That's what we're doing <laughs> this year. Milan is
2: all about. Bones and skulls.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Was it um, Indominus, where the guy just had a like half a skeleton on his shield? Yeah. Yes. Like
2: my buddy died at war, but I'm still bringing him one of these, with
1: me. I think one of these models has a skeleton on a shield. I'm pretty sure. Doesn't he? Probably. I think there's a captain with a skeleton. Oh no, it's the um, uh, the 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 chaplain in Terminator armor. Yeah, he's got, yeah. On his, he on has, he his can shield. have a, he can have a friend on his shield. Yeah. Just put your friend's <laughs> bones in your shield and.
0: That's all, and that's like tightly compacted and a nice little shield though. This guy was just like,
1: oh, I was yeah, going to no, strap no, no. This a is,
0: skeleton yeah. torso to my shield.
1: This one, um, he's flat pack. Yeah. Yeah, have to assemble him.
0: <laughs> this is pre-planned. He was like, yeah. uh, I'm going to need a crevice, crevasse to put out, to put a skeleton at some point. So yeah. build that into yeah. my shield, please. Um Wait, are yeah, are planning so... to have a skeleton? A no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the helm is just not enough, right? Um, no. But yeah, so so brand new scouts, um, as well as, you know, I think as everybody assumed after they said, oh, jump pack marines aren't a thing anymore. Well, they yeah. just have uh, intercessors with jump packs. Yeah. Along with a, an accompanying captain, um, and as we mentioned, a, a new space marine Terminator model. uh, Terminator Chaplin model, which um, I think I have every one that they've made because there's very few Terminator Chaplin models. And actually, you know that was the the uh, obligatory you know miniature painter experience. The old metal one when I I finished painting that and I went to varnish it and I accidentally grabbed green spray paint.
1: Uh, (laughs) I think that that's
0: that's that mistake that once you make it, you make it once. Oh no. Because still to this day, I test spray off to the side before I spray anything, no matter what the. Can I'm not
1: says. gonna say the words because I am not gonna jinx it. Oh but yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm feeling like I'm pitching a perfect game so far. Don't talk <laughs> about it. Moving on.
0: <clears throat> and um, we also got, uh, yeah, I think a cool uh, a space marine heroes box if, you're a, if yeah. you're a, space marine player. You know, lots lots of neat bits in there. Yeah, um, they
1: are pretty cool
0: big banners, like,
1: especially if you're doing like, you know, if you've got a lot of older space Marines, you know, and you just want to like throw a dude in there to sort of spice them up a little bit. Like, especially if you've got those like first Primaris that were all push fit, you know, and you're like, yeah, let me, let me throw some guys in there and make them look a little, a little fancier.
0: And I, I like, you know, like, I think the nice thing about the captain is it's not one of those single pose models. Like a lot of the lieutenants are right. There's a bunch of options in there for him. I I do. I do like that. uh, The bionic arm bit too. That's all the
1: bionic arm is new and exciting.
0: It's very cool. Uh And we're also finally getting the multi-part kits for the Stern guard veterans and the Terminator squad as well. Yeah. Sadly. No. um, Assault terminators, which was, I think not sadly, tragically. Well, <laughs> and, and I mean, they, they do say, right, like, those are going to come later. Yeah. But it just seems like, maybe it's a production thing, but like, it's, it's, it's like an extra sprue, right?
1: The exact terminology says, note that this set does not contain options for Assault Terminators. The current kit, current kit will remain available for the time being,
0: which is awful. If you want to get Assault Terminators, because they you're going to be yeah. like a full half a head shorter, yeah, and skinnier than you, the, your new Terminators. But they're, the,
1: they're the guys that are running in. It's that little guy energy.
0: Yeah, yeah. You need to move faster, so we put the little guys in the in the assault yeah, Terminator armor. Fine. They're very.
1: Exciting.
0: Um, and also, of course, the Space Marine Codex. Right, we knew that was going to be the next yep. Codex. Um, we know it's Nova Open, These previews aren't very far ahead of any of this stuff coming out, so I'm sure we'll see it soon, which will be great because then we can compare. Charon is to, to Space Marines and kind of see how how those compare on, on the rules writing in the Crusade and stuff. And yeah, how I, consistent
1: are we being in these codexes?
0: And what's interesting is is um, even in, you know, we've gotten one or two little previews for the Space Marine Codex, but it has seven detachments in it instead of six. Because mm. mm. they get the, their first company detachment. Yeah.
2: I, I, I don't know how I feel about that.
0: I think... I mean, I guess it makes sense if... It, there's so many get,
1: more kinds of models. That's
0: what I mean, right? The the Space Marine data... I there's guess. literally 120-something data cards for Space Marines, right? So, Like, if
1: you told me Votan got three, I would go, yeah.
0: Yeah, damn, all right, <laughs> like, three.
1: You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, all right, great.
0: Well, it depends how many Do new models of Votan get. That's true, because well, when I mean, we see that yeah, codex, like, we're going to get that, sorry, that sorry. bump. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. right, part of that thing was every codex comes with new
1: models it gets this time
0: something around, which is
2: yeah but something maybe like say for eldari maybe we're gonna get some plastic um some uh, some some plastic aspect war
0: don't say that that's a lot of money don't... that i'm gonna spend oh well, and
1: yeah but i mean that's the thing right is it's it's like that'll be the that'll be the other thing to see would be a codex that we don't know is coming with a whole mess of stuff like right, these two right. are like okay, what is it? Like, cause it could just be. I mean, it like, um, oh, what was it? Was it a uh, psychic awakening? And we got all those <laughs> like character models, right? I we mean, the a,
0: oh, wait, wait, wait. Different. We got a lot of space ring character models.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <You> did. <clears throat> it's fine. Everything's great. Remember, remember, Orktober. Oh, geez, we don't talk about it. Though, to be fair, though, those those models are fantastic.
2: They are. They are. The buggies are great.
1: The buggies are great.
2: I mean, I have an entire army of just buggies. So You do. Yeah, for sure. And I love them.
1: Um, but yeah, I think it, you, that'll be the thing is seeing which army. Because I feel like, I feel like Votan, I mean, I, at least compared to how things have been in the past, right? I feel like Votan is maybe new for a second run.
0: Oh, the yeah. Sisters I mean, they, they did the same thing with Sisters, second. right?
1: The, right? That's the, what I was thinking.
0: Yeah. The first Sisters Codex had, like, here's, you know three quarters of your range. Here, and then when up. they redid it these. for ninth, it was, here's your last quarter year range or.
1: So, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of the, like, that was the, here's your sisters of battle. Now shut up about it. Okay. Here's the rest of them. And this yeah. is here. They're not squats, but take them. <laughs>
0: well, I th- I think that's smart. Right. Especially for yeah. like, cause right. Votan, especially, you know, you could play sisters, but Votan, here's a whole new army. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Instead of having 20 kits to buy, Here's you know here's yes. ten kits for now,
2: and, and right. not just buy, but I mean, look at it from the the point of view of rules development. Yeah, like right. imagine yes. imagine you just come out day one, you have like Space Marine volumes of units <laughs> nope. to balance. It's insanity. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No one
0: wants to do that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So Space Marines, right, coming really soon. You know, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a in a coming episode. Let's get mm-hmm. on to the better stuff from the preview. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Listen, I'm just mean, saying we're Trug, trying the Trogoth King
1: Trug- is, yeah, I am no, so Tr-
0: disappointed uh, that he comes with the six Gut Trogoths. Cause I already have so now. many. I don't need them
1: for now. He does.
0: He, he yes, will. Yes. That is alone. true for now. It will I, be so an like, alone version of him. eventually.
1: Here's the thing, right? Yes. I'm having a real hard time with this one. Cause this goes up for pre-order this weekend. I know. <laughs> and, um, like painting the Trogoth, it's like the best thing I've ever painted, and it was so, so I'm much like, fun. it's the be- and so I'm like, oh man, what if I just like got him and like painted him? And <laughs> he's like, got little buddies on happened? him. He has so many little buddies. I like that he was. It, it's real. I'm I'm reading Discworld for the first time, um, and it's it's. Like, there are, like, big troll creatures that turn into rock and sleep for, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize they're there. And that's this guy. They built yeah. a temple on his back. Which is awesome. I, he's sleeping. I, I love that, that he's that
2: just, he's just, like, he's not good. He's not evil. He's just got a migraine.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, it's just really angry. What is happening? It's a I magic
2: migraine.
1: Like, what if I painted him? And brought him to a Depticon. and was like, "Here, Golden Demon, please judge me harshly."
0: It, oh, you will. The I mean, hard, the hard part for me is I. That's right now. I have trolls for Age of Sigmar. and yeah. I, I love playing that army. So I'm like, okay, I got to find somebody that needs six rock gut trolls. <laughs> Sorry, I've already got I mean, six no. rock gut trolls.
1: Well, he'll he'll come out on his own. I now, know and not if, that long cuz i mean the the that's true is the harbinger out yet
0: the harbinger uh, did no, not uh, i not don't yet. think so but the the um the little goblin is pre up the same week. Yeah. week
1: so i figure the the harbinger has it to be, be a season-ish. Yeah. and that hasn't been that long so like when the next books come out at the latest it'll be it'll be uh he'll
0: he'll come out on his own and i like what oh, they're yeah. doing I hope they, if they do 40k campaign type books, Mm -hmm. they do the same thing. But hey, Trug the Trogoth King, here's his battle scroll. Enjoy. Yeah. So can I
2: do a tangent?
0: Yes.
1: Better than anyone I know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I just remembered one of my complaints about the Tyranid Codex. And it ties (laughs) back to a general complaint that I've had about Codexes. And it kind of hit me how they should be doing this. And I, mm-hmm. I've, and I think I I think it's something that we've discussed as a maybe, but now that I've seen how they're doing detachment and I see how they're doing crusade rules and all that, I really think there's less and less room for codexes in general. The game right now has never been better because we all have new rules and stuff. Yeah. And I feel now that I'm about to jump into a campaign and I look at campaign rules, I'm having the same issue with everything the current codex represent is a problem. It's a problem because I'm going into games with detachments, more detachments than anybody else. I'm going into this crusade with crusade rules that my opponent doesn't have. Yeah. And I feel that the game would be better served if they would have given us indexes. And instead of a campaign every six months or every year, Just do it every three months. Give everyone a new detachment for that campaign and campaign rules for that campaign and just do campaign stuff.
1: Mm.
2: But let the armies evolve in a more simultaneous way.
1: Yeah.
2: Like instead of it being a race to the finish to whoever's going to get the first or the last codex, like have everything move forward at the same rate so that people can play and feel like they're on the same leg. Anyways, that was my complaint. I, 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 that's I feel that the, the code's been cracked for For the 11th edition, the code's been cracked. They need to break
0: free of codexes
2: and just concentrate on the stuff that makes the game better.
0: Mm. Yeah. I guess we should say, right. That's the update that came out. The new Tierney codex is the, uh, the app for 40 K. I have more complaints, <laughs> right? So if, if you're not if you're not a Warhammer Plus subscriber, you can only have one army list now, and um, anything you already made, right, still in there. Um,
1: and oh, yeah, but uh, you can
0: only a- you can't access it as freely as before. Though, yeah. yes. So anything Tyranid is locked. You have to have the Codex code to get. It. I did
1: my my Warhammer Plus. Like I'm sick of, of subscribing through Apple because it's a pain entirely. Um, and it says old in it. And so I let it lapse and then re-upped on the website worked perfectly. Just so everybody
2: like, I, I wanted to do that, but I, I biffed it and
0: sort of, <laughs> it's going to be for next year. Oh, well. Um, and I, you know, I think they did say that up front, right? They said the app is free, completely free for now. Yeah. Um, and unlike the last one, luckily, this one works well.
2: Mm-hmm. It does work beautifully. But here's, here's the thing. From a marketing standpoint, what they did right now is a mistake because they took something away. Right. Like right now, like bef- before this update, you could do as many lists as you wanted from the indexes like the last time. Yeah. But now – they took it away they, like they limited the, the what you could do with the app more than what it used to be. That's frustrating for a client. like I don't mind because I am a subscriber, but the way to attract people to a subscription isn't by removing features for non subscribers. It's by right. ma- adding features for subscribers and making the product more enticing. I hate to make that comparison, but they did an Elon Musk on this. Instead of making (laughs) the subscription model more attractive, they took stuff away from the non-subscribers without adding any further value to the actual subscriber. As a subscriber, I am getting nothing more than I would have gotten otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot punish people into purchasing your products. That is a terrible marketing move. And Games Workshop should not be doing that. If they want people to subscribe, and I mean, it's a good deal. Like I oh, don't yeah. know why people aren't subscribing. Like I just watched the first episode of Pariah Nexus. It's great. Um, I've been using the app, it's fantastic. Like, there's a lot, like you're getting a free model every year. Like
1: I have a request though. Please give me a desktop app. I don't have a tablet. Yeah. I can't I'm tired of building lists on my phone.
2: Yeah, I I 100 percent agree, and that wouldn't be – that is not a hard port to make. I feel like it's – It it should not be a hard port to make, and they should definitely look into it. But yeah, I mean look at a feature that would be cool to give subscribers or – hell, create a super subscriber – Version that costs like fifty percent more, but you don't need to buy Codexes to have that sheet. Find oh. something, <laughs> find something to make the product more enticing instead of punishing people for not buying the product. Because I promise you, Games Workshop, in the long run, if that is a continuous policy, you will regret it. It will backfire at some point. You will misstep in a way that is even more noticeable and a lot more punishing and people will say screw it and there will be a new battle scribe a new army builders app there will be something that people will migrate to yeah
0: yeah it's it's you're right they shouldn't take things away Um, and it's unfortunate that they went that route with it it would have been better if they came out and said you know, when it first came out, okay, you know, here's you get access to everything. You can build one list at a time. And then, oh, well, now if you subscribe, you can do as many as you want, right? Yeah. If if they had done this with Forethought, maybe,
2: I mean, it would still kind of like been a little annoying because then they, they would still have been taking away the previous app that had more flexibility in that yeah. sense and replacing it with an inf- what would have seemed, seemed like an inferior app in that sense. I mean, there's so many things that they can do, like add a feature. Oh, you can name your units now, or um, this is going to be cloud based so that you're the the, like you can put a certain amount of your lists when you're subscribed. You can put them on a cloud format so that you can access it on your phone or on your tablet or on different like as long as you're uh, logged into your. My Warhammer account. You have access to your lists, so you you don't have to worry on which device they are. Like, there's so many little features, little quality of life additions that they could give instead of saying, "Now nah, you're limited to one list," making the app basically useless.
1: I got one more. Go ahead. The tournament export format. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Export for term for tournament, so that and then I just print it. And no more copy-pasting, formatting nonsense. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah, on my no, request list. There, there, did, there's yeah.
2: plenty that they could do to make a subscription, to add to a, to, to a subscription feature to make it enticing. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not saying this, like, as someone was frustrated. Like I said, this has no impact on me because I am a subscriber. So I don't notice really mm-hmm. the change. I'm just saying from a guy who works in marketing and studies marketing, it is a bad move. Yeah. Yeah. Pride next is pretty cool though so far. <laughs> <laughs> good. I haven't watched it. So I'm excited! It's Just to break that negative silence Thank there. You. That was really good. No, um it, it is good. The animation is. I mean, it's it's on par with what we've seen. There's a lot more organic people, and there's none of those that like black and white filter that we saw in uh, in Angels of thing the blood angel thing yeah.
0: um
2: yeah. so because of because of that it it does feel a little bit more like an elongated uh video game cutscene sure but that is not a negative like video game cutscenes have been really real good these days they've been really good these days so whatever i don't care um it is a like i thought going in it's like oh this is a series it's gonna be like what 10 minute episode 22 minutes it is know. a lot. Those episodes are feature length, not feature yes. length, but like they're
1: TV, TV network length, cable Net- network. Yeah, that, that's, that's what 80s. I was looking for.
2: Um, only thing that is a little weird is that almost every scene has a title card. Oh, okay. yes. like, not, not every shot needs to have to be its own chapter. Like, it's cool. Um, I guess it's, it's an artistic decision that. Is a little jarring at first because you feel like what, why are we why are we doing this like is this a new episode what happened? <laughs> um there, there are certain things that you can all you can kind of like predict what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a jarring scene where they go from you know cutesy war like war is hell type scenario to the hell of being a necron prisoner <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and it is it like that that door opens quick and screaming um but otherwise no, it's very promising like it's it's interesting to be looking at the point of view of these characters who are not space marines and also seeing dialogue for necrons is kind of interesting mm. um you kind, of, you kind of get an impression of the levels of sentience amongst the Necrons, which is very cool. Uh, otherwise, I'm looking forward to, to seeing the next episode because, like, there are Space Marines, but they're kind of like a background thing. Like, they're not the feature as we're used to, and that's that's always the best for me. Like, I like when my Space Marines are a little <laughs> – I, I like that Space Marines exist in that universe. It's just that there's so much media that is – Oh, Brother Cassius versus the beach or whatever. I don't know. Like there's, it's it's always space marine focus. So seeing the space, space means as an element of the story, rather than into focus, is always cool to me.
0: Nice. I'll have to watch that after we're done.
2: Mm. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And I I think we were we we weren't done with
0: the preview. were Oh we? God, no. 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 We no, were. No, sorry uh, <laughs> sorry we, for the we interlude. went on a tangent after talking about Trog the. Goodest trog. Troga. Yes, migraine Trog. Um, <laughs> and so also, also, so the other Age of Sigmar is, looks like the Iron Jaws are the uh-huh. next book um, for Age of Sigmar, and I've always liked. I think the uh, Warboss on crusher is one of the best Age of yep. Sigmar models.
2: Yep. He is that he is my favorite flying potato.
0: <laughs> so, uh, and I know this has been a, a, a long long overdue book uh to come out for an update and of course we get a special character with the squig rock buddy clonk 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 Clonk.
1: and he comes with he comes with an orc yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. really you're buying it for Clonk. clonk you get
0: an orc with it but Uh,
1: some of the new models here are super cool like they get like progressively crazier yeah. You know what I mean? So there's the brute ragers who get embarrassed in battle, take off their armor, and are like, oh, I, I yeah, no, look how tough I am. It's real good. The bro energy in this it release is, so, is so high. And then there's the weird brute wreckers that they just, like, hammer skull masks onto their heads and send them out. They're like the, um, I can't remember what they're called. Is it the fanatic's? the the grots that have the yes, um, yeah, the, the chain yes. things chain flails and they th- it's that but but full size orcs.
0: which so that's is so much more terrifying. terrifying yeah
1: just so scary just and then a, new 7 foot tall
0: guy spinning towards you with a ball yeah, and chain
1: with a ball and chain just coming at your face um and then beautiful new art boy models
0: yes those are incredible
1: really good all of the like um boar masks that they have so just, are, are
2: just, we just, are we just like, slowly building up to the actual superstar of this? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah okay.
2: <laughs> just just want to no, make sure. Because I, I love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> not for the right reasons, but, man, I do want a, a Ma Grunta.
1: Yeah. Yes. He's real good. I mean, because oh. they showed us him before, though, right? He wasn't at this preview. He's part of this release. Yes, right? He
0: was, he was not at the preview, but he is part yeah. of the release. Yeah. Um, which... My gosh.
1: That's a um, good one.
2: He looks so massive. So and I want one because I'm doing Beast Snagas, but I'm mm-hmm. trying to have a bigger mix of beasts in my Beast mm. Snagas. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of, like, Tyranid stuff, and mm. uh, one of my one of my uh, kill rig slash uh, hunter rig is going to be pulled by a Carnifex. But I was wondering what to do with the other one. Do I keep the squig thing? but now I saw this guy, the Mogrunta, and I'm thinking, hmm, that could mm-hmm. pull a kill rig.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure it, it could.
2: It might be a bit too big, actually.
0: Yeah. Yes, that was a, that was a later, later preview, or oh. earlier preview, but yeah, the, the, the new Mogruntas, which I think, uh, should be pulling your, uh,
1: yeah,
0: your kill rigs. I just, yeah, I just need to buy a model, um,
2: <laughs> and hope that it's the proper size. <laughs>
0: Um and then also we got some horse heresy previews in there. Um, new you know, just really more kits moving to plastic. Yeah uh, rather than being from Forge World. So the is it the Dorito or Dreadnought? Yes, because
1: yeah. I thought he said well like I was watching the preview and I was like, Did he just say Doritos?
0: <laughs> like, <what? laughs> the Dorito what? Dreadnought, which is now it's it
1: which is what happens when your opponent picks up your model.
0: Oh
1: yeah, you know, with his when cheese when fingers. That guy. Now it's a now
0: it's a Dorito dreadnought, <laughs> and uh, and plastic uh, Mark Three Marines.
1: I do like them; they do look good. I like that this preview was very with like with the space marine stuff too. They were like they seemed very into making sure you knew that you could put whatever chapter you wanted on them. Like, was right. that a question? Are we like, are people concerned about that? Cause they're like, yeah, you know, the, the, the iron armor, which is, you yeah. know, it's these chapters of traditional use, but you can, you can do any of them. They all look, did you can do any of them? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. We're cool. Or they're just doing it for the people who are like, they didn't use Mark three armor. Yeah. Well, right, games right. workshop said yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Whatever you want. Mom said it was fine.
2: <laughs> I, I feel like that's what they're doing.
1: That's probably what it is. Right. Well, canonically, stop.
2: Stop. We're we're all here to have fun. Can
0: we please?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then also, of course, you know, we got into some of the the other games, right? So another oh, another War Cry box.
1: This uh, one's interesting. So yeah. I and I'm 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 interested to see if this transfers over to Kill Team, um, because what they've done with this box, where traditionally the War Cry box is the board and a bunch of terrain and two warbands, and here we go. This one, there's no board and there's no terrain, because if you've been buying these boxes all the time, you have more of both of those things than you know yes. what to do with. So it is the two warbands and a centerpiece piece of terrain, like a, a thematic, really cool piece, instead of like a whole bunch of trees and buildings and ruins and whatever. Um, and I, so I, I'm curious like this, to see. I, I, I love this. I'm I am curious to love see if to this see Kill Team. Well,
0: especially since when you're looking at, you're looking at, you know, the Warcry boxes, the big, they were what? $180, $200? Yeah. But yeah. Right. This is, yeah. I mean, we don't know the price point on this yet, but it's going to be less than that. Yeah. For sure. Which is nice. And then, yeah, if in, again, if like you were saying, right, if you're a Warcry player, you have more Warcry terrain yeah. than you know what then to do with. you
1: know what to do with.
0: Yeah. Um so it'll be interesting to see how this, how that shakes out, and if it does transport over to Kill Team, because the last Galadhrim silver right that season's done. Yep. So yep. we're just well, yeah, we don't to know what's, what's next. coming
1: next yet,
2: right? But but yeah, no, we we have no idea what's coming next. Yeah. But the the thing is, and this is where something like that becomes interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing an entire season of just that kind of release, mm-hmm. but maybe one big box at some mm. point because we've all gone through an entire season of accumulating the boarding action Gallodark um, scenery. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind playing with it a bit longer.
1: I mean, well, so we did like the Gallodark crashed that, that yeah. was like how the story ended. So like, well, it still exists. We can still can play, still play there. And now it's like, or parts of it. Right. So yeah. you part of your board is in the ship and part of your board is outside. Right. Like, that you can totally that be, do that. Uh, and that would be, that would be, would a be, a be cool.
2: That would be super fun, and that yeah. that's the thing. Like, one of those releases, you get a box, and it comes with a bunch of trees yeah. instead of something else. Because you
1: can still else. get the, you know, you can still the buy Gal- the Galadark terrain.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Or, like, the the first box set is, the, the, the whole story is, well, the Galadark crashed, but, like, there's this massive fusion reactor that needs to be disarmed.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: And so you get the box, and it comes, reactor. yeah, here's your fusion reactor and your two teams. Like there's so much you can do with it, and that's the beauty of that that um, of, of that Warband. terrain. It's yeah. so modular. Oh yeah. Yeah. So,
1: please. Give bit, it like a even shot. more so than like any of the little bits of ruins that they've done for either game. Mm-hmm. We get the cities of Sigmar Warband, which is a bunch of humans and a lot of dogs. Yes. It is five five dogs. They're the all very
0: good. Most little buddies in one box so far.
1: So far. But the other team, the other team are, like, absolutely crazy. So they're gorgers. They are, like, ogres that have insatiable hunger. Yeah. And the other ogres won't associate with them because they're afraid it's, like, that they'll catch it. They're afraid yeah. it's contagious. And so they, like, send them out oh, these guys are so messed up and I love them, and there's only three or four of them? Five of them? I don't know. There's not that many. And I just... I I love them so much. They're so weird. And then the terrain pit is the... The terrain piece is the mob pit, which we love a good terrain piece. It's a giant skull. We know that. Mm-hmm. And then it's not a sarlacc pit. No, no. At no, all. You, it's got way more teeth. Yeah, yeah. You sure. are not getting out of this one.
2: Way more teeth. I don't care less tenants. who you are. Yeah. I don't care how much the fans won't shut up about you. Know? Yeah,
1: <laughs> you are not getting out of this pit. It's very good. It's very good. I'm into it.
0: And uh, the, the uh, another another Blood Bowl team. Uh, I don't
1: want to get into Blood Bowl. I don't. I don't. But it's so good.
0: The models. I mean, the models they've been making for these new teams, they're just, they're fantastic. Yeah. Right. They're, they're all very characterful. Um, and if not for holding a football could be used in your age of Sigmar. Games. I,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, this is the team that what they, what they do in the shadows would play. Right. Exactly. They're like, look at them. Look how accurate. That's <laughs> <laughs> very good. And they have thralls that are just covered in bandages because every now and then, One of the vampires has to, like, take a little, take a little sippy sip.
0: Ridiculous. One guy holding the bat, just like, hey,
1: got a bat. Yeah, hey, I brought the bat. I'm here. Um, The tokens and things are also unbelievably cool.
0: Yeah, they do a good job with, because, right, they're plastic right on the sprue. For your score tracking tokens and everything. So good. I'm going to get to see the next, the next uh, Underworlds box set which does not have a little buddy has a big buddy
1: it has a big buddy so it it so we've got a new idaneth deepkin warband um it does also have little buddies though yes, um, yes it has a couple of little ones but it has a giant octopusy squiddy guy who does look like he's doing like the put up your duke's fists, <laughs> which is quite good and then like a few thralls and it's what you would expect and i love him I, I, the octopus took everything by storm. Um, was it Sephir? I think is his name. And I love him. Sephir. And I love him. But what they've done is they've put it in a box with the mean girls demonettes. Right. (laughs) And they are three really messed up demonettes who hate each other and who get better As the other ones fail.
0: Which is such a cool mechanic for this game. It's so good. good.
1: And I mean, this is like, we've talked about like when they put out the new chaos cultists and things like that. And we talk about it when we play dark tide, the middle part of the blessings of chaos is not fun. Like when you're a regular cultist, it's like, cool, you know, whatever. You've got a lot of friends suddenly it's fine. Um, And when you like ascend to demonhood, that seems pretty good. But in the middle, not good.
2: Yeah, there is a part where the plague actually doesn't feel too good.
1: Yeah, it's, like, actually a plague. <laughs> um, like, but,
2: while the tentacle is growing, yeah,
1: it hurts. So it kind of hurts, good. but what's yeah, there? The horns, like, you know, it's like teething, but on your head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, these guys are full-grown demons, but they're not, like... Oh, they're so good. There's, like, a sneaky one. There's one with too many arms. And then there's the chubby demonette. And they are so good. Yeah, I'm so excited
0: about these stupid models. Yeah, they're very, very, very cool.
1: Um, and then they come with, so they come with their rivals decks, and you get two generic rivals decks, which is awesome. Rivals, uh, I don't know why anyone is playing any other way.
0: It, I don't you know, understand. I, I think what one of the great things about this game is
1: mm-hmm.
0: you get this. You also have three models you can use as characters for your sure. for your mm-hmm. army.
1: Absolutely. Right?
0: Like I bought the um the gr- the grot one yep just cuz it was like six characters for my for my
1: and they generally put out them. they generally put out War scrolls for warcry also
0: yep so you can use them as that team yeah if you want
1: yep and the the other thing i really like about this game is that they learned that we don't want to play the X Wing, buy all the things just so you can get the cards game. No one wants, like, instead of just continuing to do that and running your game into the ground, they were like, okay, okay, that's fine. Then, like, if you want to play, was it Nemesis, I think is the version where you deck build. If you want to do that, that's fine. You can still do that. And yes, you will have to buy things to get the cards you want in order to do that. But you do not need to do that to play. And to play competitively. You can use pre-built decks. Great. I love that. I hate deck building. But I love this game. And so yeah, now gotta, they took my least favorite part out.
0: I got to get back into it. That Because yeah. I was... You know, I played, again, when it first came out, which was the gotta buy everything to get all the cards.
1: Yeah. I um, mean, we we were... Like, my group was perfectly fine with proxies. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. we, especially we had a lot of former X-Wing players that were like, never again. Um, but then again, I did buy everything because I loved it all. So it was less of an issue for me personally, but like I never had a problem with proxies.
0: It was, it was just a, uh, it's, it's not, ne- not even owning everything. It's the, okay, what is, does what each different of these 300 cards do? Mm-hmm. Right. Like you said, the day yeah. building part of it. Yeah. Um.
1: It's a whole, it's a different game.
0: Yeah. But this, this is a great. I think one of the best Warcry two player, or sorry, um, Underworld's Underworlds. two player sets just because the models that are in this box. There's
1: usually, I'm usually like enthusiastic about one. Yeah. And then like at, you know, neutral or ambivalent about the other. But no, I am hyped about every model in this box.
0: Always ambivalent when it's Stormcast. Yeah. Yeah. For the most
2: part. One of the nice things about This set too is that it is a very manageable amount of models. Yeah, it's seven models. Like I can very right. easily Im- imagine someone who wants to get into this with a friend just picking up the box, painting all seven models, and being ready to go. Yep. It's 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 fewer models than a unit of Space mm-hmm. Marines yeah, or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: So, yeah, it's a good start in this game. I might pick up that one. I haven't picked up a I haven't picked up a starter box of Underworlds in a while because I don't get to play that much. But mm-hmm. mm, that one, yeah, that one's pretty.
0: Yeah. We had another little peek into um, the old world with uh, Lay Down Unicorn.
1: I I want to make her a a um, Rough Rider. Like <laughs> I want to make her my Rough Rider captain. So just it's not as not is. a
2: rough rider, it's a it's a it's a smooth rider.
1: Yeah, like right. like put a gas mask on the unicorn, whatever. I, it just <laughs> I feel like I feel like it'd be good. I feel like I would make a lot of people angry. It would be great. I saw that
2: model and and I saw that model. My first reaction was, this is the least Games Workshop yeah. model I have. Ever seen?
1: It was the most awkward part of the preview, right? Like, it's like, like, it is is, It's gorgeous, it is it's beautiful. Absolutely I beautiful. love it,
2: it's I great. love it. It has little to none of the signature games <laughs> workshop things,
1: yeah, in general. Yeah, so good. She's great. I, she'll be resin,
0: yeah, she's a forged World model, I think they said.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I might, I might indulge just because yeah. of how cool it is. Mhm. So yeah, I so, mean, I, I don't know what to say. Like, like there's so few spikes, no skulls. What's going on?
1: Yeah. This preview was like a like, I feel like the space marine part was like the hill that you climb at the start of the roller coaster. That's mean. Which is like okay, <laughs> all right, and then like it's just kind of went crazy from there, because there one more thing. Yes, there one more thing was wild.
0: Yeah, so so that's the last right. They of course the end just like they like <laughs> they're like oh oh by the way here's one more thing, one more thing, and it is Fulgrim, um, in sort of his 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 demon enhanced form, but not quite full demon yet. Um, what do they
1: call it? It's um um, um ascended. No, it's he's not Ascended, because that's what I thought, because it's, it's Horus Ascended, and it's, oh, goodness, and it's not in this stupid article. Um, Fulgrim Transfigured. Oh, Transfigured, yeah, yeah, yeah. Transfigured. I saw this, and I was like,
0: are you kidding me? <laughs> and uh, if you were watching the preview, chat immediately went crazy, because they said, oh, and he's not for 40k. I,
1: I mean, yeah.
0: And and woe and, and woe be tied was the, Woe be tied. Was the um, agony of chat.
1: I get mean, over it. Here's the thing. I it's I know I've committed to the horse heresy chapter, but right. I had to tell myself that I could just buy this model. I didn't yes. have to like start over. I could just get the model. It would be fine. It was intense no, though. Definitely. I was like, my boy. So- this model
2: is exactly what I think we all wanted for Demon Prince Fulgram. Yeah.
1: Like, yes.
2: Eventually, they're going to have to do Noise Marines. We're going to get our uh, what Emperor's mm-hmm. Children Codex, yeah. Yeah. and we're going to get a Demon Prince. Because that' what we got for Death Guard, for World Eaters, and for a Thousand Sons.
1: Yep.
2: But look at this bastard.
1: He's so beautiful. This model beautiful. is amazing.
2: Where do you
0: go from this? Look like, at
1: his wingspan. is incredible. It's I, so big. I, they,
0: I, I expect to see lots of posts on, like marketplace, like want to buy these wings.
1: These wings. They're huge. These wings. <laughs> Absolutely but, massive. But I'm
2: serious. Like, okay, they're gonna come out with the 40k Codex, and they're gonna there's gonna be a full plastic Fulgrim. And no one's gonna give a damn and they're just gonna buy this guy and proxy it.
1: I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't I'm have sure. known I'm, that they okay. could have
2: done this. I'm saying I'm saying this right now, and maybe they'll come out with something that'll just blow my mind. <laughs> <Right>. But <laughs> having palpitations. But
1: again, where do you go from here? Yeah,
0: this model I, is I don't know. It's
1: incredible. He's incredible. Yeah. His um, little tail stinger. The and, and, faces on the cape that are like the unmade in War Cry,
0: which mm-hmm. all like
1: stretched out. Oh, he's so gross and beautiful, and I, I love my scaly son.
0: And I mean, I'm not s- surprised with how impressive this model is, only because the Marathi model is also another incredible Bad snake mood, yeah. lady model yep. that they've done before, right? Um, yeah and the whole extended I- model like...
1: <laughs> goes so hard i, I, feel, I feel like this is,
0: like the snake body thing is one of those things that they've like we got this down to a t let's just keep doing it
1: yeah
2: i'm just i'm just gonna buy him and i'm gonna go buy morathi i'm just gonna paint him and make him kiss oh. <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> and you can get a bunch of the uh the little ones to be like their kids yeah the family dioramas
2: just that fulgrim that looks like he's coming back to work with his little tie and just pissed and <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, morathi just like mixing some food or whatever i don't know golden Age nin- entry
0: twenty twenty some
2: 1950s cliche bullshit i don't
0: yes. i don't know anymore <laughs> um but yeah this is this is absolutely fantastic model um
2: this Ugh. is gonna. This is gonna win next year's best model contest. Like, yeah, a doubt. Absolutely.
0: In. Yeah. I also punk
1: is great, but this
0: also is... makes me excited to see what they do with the other. Hmm. Primarchs. No, it's. Yeah, I mean, it'll be fine, but it's not gonna be. It's this. not gonna be this, but they could be. Close it's to pack, as impressive.
1: Yeah, pack it up. We're like, because the the thing is, I mean, like, they we, wouldn't have done that though, right? Like, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be like, well, I we guess peaked. we're done. I mean, I right. guess that's yeah. what we did. But <laughs> it's, we've,
2: listen, we've done that. Listen, we were that girl at the bar. Um, yeah. We got some drinks bought for us. Um, <laughs> we had a good time. So we went back to the guy's place. And he immediately pulled his best move. And now we have to go home. Yeah. Right, right.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> Games Workshop's the guy in that. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it
2: no, I just want to make sure it's, Oh, listen, like I very often say, Oh, this is, this is the best model ever. And like, eventually they'll do something better. And I'm very eager to see what the better thing is. I'm not even into this army
0: at
1: all. And I'm
0: yeah impressed. Oh. So good. But uh, yeah, so Fulgrim is what capped off the, this year's Nova preview. Um, a lot of very yeah, very cool. What were stuff. they
1: going to follow that one? I know, right?
0: Oh, by the way, here's one one more thing. Another lieutenant.
1: It's a <laughs> it's a Primaris captain.
0: Yay! But he's got a banner
2: <laughs> with a skeleton on it. Like this yeah. guy has everything. He's got
1: it all.
0: Um, and then since that, you know, we've seen uh, they're continuing with the the legions imperialis preview slowly. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, mm-hmm. now knows that there was a delay, um, but they're kind of showing Oh, here's some, some stuff for reboxing. Here's how aircraft work. Here's how terrain works. So, you know, I'm sure if this was when, when it was originally supposed to come out, all this stuff would have been crammed into like one week of previews. So now they're just you know stretching out until they can get
1: their problems fixed. I mean, I, I may be mad about Aeronautica, but I will give them credit for the Warhammer community article Bad altitude. It's very good. That's, <laughs> yes.
0: that's very good. And I'm mad about it. Um, and, you know, the Tyranids went up since our last, for pre-order and release since our last recording. So lots of articles about how to paint your Tyranids, which was great. Right? How to speak, mm-hmm. paint some tyranids. Um. And I think, you know, the other biggest thing that's happened in the world of 40K is the the ba- uh, balanced status slate. Heck yeah. Which um, severely... Hmm. hampered the armies that were going a little crazy, which is great.
1: Yep. Um, it's,
0: it's, and also it's, it's, yeah. brought, it's some,
1: all good. It's important. Yeah.
0: And also brought some other armies. Like, so we, my local sword just had last weekend, their monthly I, ITC tournament, FOTAN won. And.
1: Oh.
0: Death Guard came in third. Wow. Oh. Um, FOTAN and actually, a lot of armies that were underperforming got quite a few points drops. Um, Votan they get to put out more of their judgment tokens at the beginning of the game, which makes life a little easier for him. Yeah, and Death Guard finally got like you know, a lot of people are saying finally got a detachment ability, which is great. You get to pick from three different things that go off with your uh, your aura. Um, you know, minus one save, minus one weapon skill, and ballistic skill, or I forget what the last one was, uh, minus one leadership. Right, so big, yeah. big jumps from armies that kind of were way underperforming, and then the top armies, uh, Eldari Knights, Custodes, right, got points increases, and um, you know I think the biggest thing that they changed is how towering works now. Um, towering can't see through ruins, which is it used to just be true line of sight, right? So mm-hmm. all these models are bigger than a lot of the ruins that people had, so you could just see right over it but now they have to actually, they're the one unit that can uh, kind of not be fully within a ruin and see through it, but they can't just see the entire board now, which was a problem. Yeah.
2: Especially with the guns they tend to have.
0: Yes. And, uh, some other big changes need line of sight for overwatch now, which means no more being overwatched by D cannons, which combined Mm. with fate Dice was a problem. Um, and they sort of clarified how some of the the free CP stuff works, right? So yeah, um, and the CP reduction, which which makes it less abusable. Um, and the the big thing, or one of the big things, is the the insane bravery strategy, which lets you automatically pass a battle shock test. It used to be after you rolled as many times as you want. Now it's once a game before you roll, which is a huge change. Yeah, um, especially the once a game part, which should just make those turns a little bit better. Uh so lots of points changes across the board. Um, you know we'll see in another another three months if it was an overcorrection or not. But I just I appreciate that they're on top of it. Yeah, right. Like yeah. clearly these armies were way overperforming let's kind of cut them off at the knees. And then in three months, adjust again, if we have to.
1: Mm-hmm. No, wow. I, it it's good. I like the adjustments. Like I like that we're paying attention and like, it's way better this way, but you know, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And,
0: and you know, a few minor adjustments to solar armies, which, yeah, no no real big deal. Some points, every army got some points changes somewhere. Uh, maybe got some strat- stratagems changed a little bit. Uh, but nothing nothing as overall impactful as those changes. Yeah. And uh, I think the general consensus from everybody is they're good changes. Um, you know, your, your big tournament players are probably upset because they have to changed now, but it's not a game of retirements, right? They've always said that.
2: Yeah. I think the important thing is that the game is remaining fun. Yes. I've, I have never played an edition so much as I'm playing 10th edition right now, and it just seems like I'm going to be playing more and more of it.
0: And, and I think, you know, which we mentioned when we talked about the Tyranny Codex, is, is nothing in the Codex, which is what used to happen before, is like this is the most powerful thing in the game now. This is I should only play this if I want to, you know, win, right?
2: Or yeah. if that ever happens, they'll. F- it feels like they'll fix it. Like we're at a point where I feel like anybody that spends hundreds of dollars getting some meta broken thing is really just throwing money away because yeah. they should yeah, know they by should now. Know better. Yeah. yeah, they should know by now that whatever broken thing they think is going to make them win all the tournaments forever is going to get re-nerfed soon enough. And that's mm-hmm. that's where we,
0: we want to be. Yeah. Well, and even this right, this update came out before the Tyrannus release, and they're like, yep, here's all your new points, by the way, because you've already looked and adjusted.
1: Yeah. Which
0: I hate to bring it back to that.
2: The fact that points are going to be dynamically adjusted data sheets are getting dynamically adjusted. There are a lot of pages of a codex that gets nullified real freaking quick. Yeah. Me making the concept of codexes a little more obsolete every time.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's that two-edged sword thing, right? Double-edged yeah. sword. Where, well, we're we're stay on top of it, but then it, it changes like you said, right? The data sheets and the codexes and and the points and stuff, but hopefully, I hope I think we're all on the same page, That hopefully they move away from you know, codexes are just like a, a nice thing to have, but not necessary. Yeah,
1: um, We'll still t- buy them. We will. One,
0: one big announcement, which we don't know what it's for yet today, but they, yeah. they you know, Games Workshop is collaborating with Weta Workshop to bring something? Something. Statues. They're statues.
1: They are.
2: Yeah. They're um, one six scale premium statues.
0: They say it right there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't read the whole article. I just saw the, the...
2: It's in the first paragraph. <laughs> the second paragraph, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. It's and and if you if you listen to like the little like vignette interviews that they have with some of the people, they each mention like Oh, I love Tyranids. Oh, I love orcs. Like, this is probably just a very subtle catalog of what to expect.
0: Yeah. And they they kind of did this a while ago. They had this... They were only Space Marines, but they had a bunch of the... And they weren't... I don't think they were 1-6 scale. But they had a bunch of the Space Marine statues, like the little desk display statues. hmm mm-hmm. And they've sort of been moving towards these more ancillary products. Like, Joy Toy has been huge for them, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, you can you want a, a squad of five battle sisters in, in action figure scale with removable accessories. Okay. Here it is. Even stuff like, uh, the like orcs in mega armor or, um, the, the space Marine, <laughs>
2: an entire invictor war suit. Yeah.
0: I was going to say the war yeah. suit, right? You can, you want one of those for, for your desk or your shelf. Here you go. So I think this is sort of like the natural progression to now. Okay. Here's more of a premium product that we're going to have for you. Probably not my thing. Um,
1: yeah. I, my only concern is I have seen um, some other, what a workshop campaign. Like, I mean, I think games workshop is big enough that it'll be fine, but I've seen some other ones that like they did pre-orders and, and, you know, it was wildly popular, and then they were like, "Oh, actually, we're just gonna have to cancel this." Yeah, yeah. yeah I know so, they had you know. they had
2: a board game that was really popular and went really well, and like they did one run, and then everybody that was waiting for a second run, they were pretty much just told to go screw themselves. Yeah. They yeah they the for people that work in visuals, they have a lot of trouble maintaining a good image. I feel.
0: Mm-hmm. I I would I would hope. Because, you know, obviously with the Lord of the Rings miniatures game, they had to collaborate with Weta for the costumes to get them right, right? So it feels like they already have a good relationship, and hopefully they're like, well, we don't want to screw over, like, our biggest collaborator in the miniatures statue space kind of thing, you know what I mean? Right.
2: Yeah, because here's the thing, like, Games Workshop can move their IP somewhere else if they feel like it. Meanwhile, I just, it's
1: just,
2: I, if know. if if Weta burns the bridge with Games Workshop, other IPs may be a little gun shy about working right. with them. Right.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, and you've seen that with Games Workshop, right? Their video, whoever produces their video games, gets bounced around depending on who they think is going to do the best job. So mm-hmm. they would have no problem being like, "Oh, Weta, you screwed us over. Well, we're just going to get statues from these people now."
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, is
2: I mean, if anybody that's been a Games Workshop client for any length of time knows that GW has, um, like, they may have affairs with other things, but they are married to their IP, and yeah. they will always come sure. back to that bed.
1: Yeah.
2: And you do not mess around with their IP for very long.
0: No, and if you do, you they will never, ever talk to you again.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen. This is a company that will not acknowledge that colors can have normal names. They need to have IP names, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. And they they will redo an entire line of paint to make sure that happens. So,
0: I mean, should they change army names based on that too? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Eldar, too common. Aldari. Well, yeah. Imp- uh, Militarum, known to the layman as the Imperial Guard hmm exactly like
2: sister belt and then nay uh adeptus sororitas because we can trademark that so yeah I, I have a feeling that if weta um wets the bet bet on that one um, yeah games workshop will have no problem moving to something else because that's where their priorities lie
1: yeah yeah and Do i, I mean
2: it, it's weird to say, but like as frustrating as it is, has been to have like blood red turn into corn red or something, yeah. um, it is reassuring to know that if you're following the work of a company, the fact that they're going to protect what the reason you follow that company, we're at a point where it's like no, I'm I'm in favor. Like I, it it, it was painful getting there, but now I'm I support it.
0: Mm. And the 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 kind of funny thing is too, right? If you really really like blood red from back when it was coat to arms, well, you can get a reasonable facsimile of that from right from coat to arms anyway. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's,
0: it's not a big deal. No. All right. Do you guys have anything else for the listeners out there today?
1: I don't think so. No, I think, I've, everything. I think I've, we've covered literally everything that exists.
2: Yes, I've. I think I've taken us down some, uh, <laughs> some, some places and kept this Nova thing interesting by having a few tangents in here and there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to have the tangents, right?
2: Yeah, no, and I mean, it allowed us to cover everything, and, uh, and we're good. It's a long episode; there was a lot to go through. Yeah, and a lot of. I well, tried uh, to
1: let you get to bed last time, so.
2: Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah well i you know what i want i just want to Here's the thing. i want to thank the listeners for uh for <laughs> hanging out with us for this long and for listening sure. uh like and subscribe whatever i don't know you know those things yeah click that bell those thing yeah Yeah. no i mean anything that encourages us like tell, tell your friends <laughs> i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah uh you know of course as always feel free to interact with us on on facebook or other social media um check out jf's awesomely painted Chirinids up there. Um, And actually, if you dig back a little bit, he shared his, his, the way he paints his stuff too. So, um, you can check that out if you really like his color scheme and his bases. Um, Otherwise, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhas Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhas Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies.